I am your host, James Fauntleroy. It is so good to see you all. And the JB Font Show is also available in some major podcast platforms like Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can also subscribe on there, so please make sure to do that. Uh, I'm also part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network. You can find me on the JB Show on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RBN. Please make sure to give this video a thumbs up if you're new to the channel. And please make sure to smush that subscribe button. Uh, I promise you cookies. If I do, then hopefully I will. <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't even have cookies in my house right now, unfortunately. It is what it is. But I also want to you know, give you guys a shout out that, that are my coffee supporters. Coffee supporters are, you know, people who are, you know, subscribed to me that are honestly just helping me to, you know, do better on my channel. So I am very grateful. Uh, thank you to coffee supporters, David Michael, Kush Renata, Socialist Cayman, Rebecca, See the Change, Robin During, Michelle D. Village, Spunky Wombat, Robin, and Eric Thomas. Thank you all so much for your contributions. I am deeply humbled and I appreciate it. So... Just wanted to say hello to everybody. Uh, Raziel the Great, yes, I am excited, and I had a couple hiccups before I went live. I thought I was live, and then I started talking, and then nothing was live, and so, yeah, I, I'm not the most coordinated person, and I do apologize for that, but it is what it is. Um, Eric T, good to see you. Nice to have you in. Um... I, w I wasn't trying to be late, Raziel. I wasn't... I'm, I'm, look. I was doing the show, and I didn't hit live. So, y'all didn't get to see it yet. So, <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sabi's like a mom. You're always keeping you from being late to practice. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. And Tony Plow is so good to see you. So... As you guys can tell from the thumbnail, um, there's a lot of politicians on there. And also, people who are now watching on Twitch, welcome. Nice to have you here as well. Uh, if you uh, like to uh, respond on Twitch, you guys can respond on Twitch, and I can also see your comments on here as well. Um, you know, look... I'm going to be real. Y'all being played. And I'm not talking about a lot of people who are listening, you know, who have been following for a while, who already know about the game, who already know that the jig is up and all that. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking about to a lot of people right now who think that, oh, the Democrats are the good guys or Republicans. They're the good guys. Right. That's who I'm talking to y'all. Yes, y'all. That's what I'm talking to. Y'all being played, man. And I, I had to get on the stream because I saw a tweet by somebody and they were talking about um, how, you know, it's all one team, bro. Y'all being bamboozled out here and you guys don't even realize it. Like. And I think that's the that's the you know the the biggest you know trick, 
is to trick somebody that doesn't know they're being tricked, right? But I'm 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 on here trying to wise y'all up because everybody and plus a lot more people that you see on that thumbnail, let me tell you, they're just keeping you all you know in the dark. Now some seem like they're trying to you know open up things to you and make make things seem like you know they're trying to reveal you know more to you and try to be more honest and truthful but at the same time they may have seemed like that you know a couple years back but not anymore so that's one of the reasons why you know I decided to do the stream now look I'm gonna be real with y'all I'm not the most eloquent guy I'm not the most you know coordinated guy so if it seems like I'm being a little bit all over the place I might be but stay with me and you guys will you'll you'll see what I'm trying to get at um Raziel just to let you know um I'm not even gonna try for Rockfin until I get to maybe a thousand subs right now I'm not even at 500 yet uh, I'm working on getting there so once I get there then I'll try for Rockfin um Tony <laughs> yeah yeah we really miss Harry Reid right uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's, no, we don't, <laughs> um, and Eric says, propaganda only works when people don't know they're being propagandized, yeah, um, so, one of the things that I want to talk about is, hold on, let me do that, is that people seem to think and we're, we're about to head into 2022. Today's December 30th. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Within this next coming year, or in 2024, you're going to hear the phrase, this is going to be the most important election in our lifetimes. Especially in 24. You're going to hear that. They're going to be like, don't let fascism win. Go to Act Blue and donate today. That's what they're going to do. And I'm here to tell you that the biggest fundraisers that help the Democratic Party is the Republican Party. It was. George Carlin, who said, it's a big club and you ain't in it. Do you realize how real that is? Um, I got some tweets. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to... Um, waiting on Biden on Twitter. I want to give a shout out to that person. Because... They, um, they put up a thread of a lot of things that Biden has either failed to do or promised to do and he didn't do. And it's a pretty good thread. And I'll, I'll link it in, in, the, in the chat for you guys. 
But holding Biden is called holding Biden accountable. And it's a threat. It says here marks 200 days since Biden became president. Here's every promise he's broken so far. Um, and this one talks about uh, Biden said he would send a third stimulus check. That didn't happen. Um, Biden promised that he would partially forgive student loan debt. We all know that's not going to happen. Biden promised that he would raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour. That didn't happen. Biden promised he would lower the Medicare eligibility age and implement a public option. That was a hell no. Biden promised he would beat COVID by listening to experts and implementing a nationwide mask mandate. Well, by the way, he's not doing that. And plus, he basically just said, you know what? I'm going to leave it all up to the states. And he said, screw y'all. Bye. Going on vacation. So he basically did that. Um, Biden said he would cure cancer. <laughs> y'all knew that was a lie from the from the jump. Y'all knew that was a lie. Y'all should have known that was a lie. And and this isn't just talking about Biden. Biden has done basically everything that Trump either wanted to do or did do. And it's up to people to realize that they're being played by both parties. This is really about not left versus right, but class. There is a solidarity among people like Joe Biden and Donald Trump. They are one and the same. And they're basically agree on everything. They just don't want you to know that they agree on everything. Because if they knew, if you knew that. Then you would be, you know, up to speed on the grift. Why is it that I say that Democrats and Republicans are are the same? Well, look at look at the policy. All right, let's go. Let's go to Obama. Okay, the patron saint of Black Americans, Obama. Right. The patron saint of black Americans insider says RIP to Bush tax cuts. Thanks to last night's fiscal cliff. This was from 2013, by the way. We now put to bed the term the Bush tax cuts. As of now, they are the Obama tax cuts. That's right. Barack Obama took the Bush tax cuts, which were tax cuts for the wealthy, and he made them permanent. Why would you want to cut tax cuts for the rich and talk about that the rich don't pay enough of their fair share in taxes? Why would you cut them? Oh, that's right. Because even Obama said that in reality, he's more like a Republican than he is a Democrat. Ooh. So that's one thing. Let's not forget about the Dakota Access Pipeline as well. That was a big thing, too. I mean, Obama could have really fought for that, but he didn't. In fact, he allowed the National Guard to basically pummel people and 
you know, spray water cannons on people in freezing weather. Um, that was one thing that a lot of people don't really know about. The Dakota Access Pipeline, and, and, and Obama could have did his best to stop it, you know, because, I mean, isn't wasn't he supposed to be the president that was for environmental safety? Sounds very Republican-esque to me. You would think they're they're both in the same party. Hmm. There's that there. What else do we have? Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is one of the reasons why I love the chat. Because they... <laughs> they also come with receipts, too. And, and a lot of info. Savvy. Hey, Sabs. Good to see you in here. Um, what was... Oh, yeah. Eric Red, so you can go vote for the other Biden. <laughs> yeah. Um... What Raziel says, I simply tell people, follow the money. Oh, let me show you the Open Secrets. Yeah, Open Secrets is a great platform to use in order to find out about the diff the, the parties. Um, I, I give credit to Sabi for this. Go to Sabi Sab's podcast. She, go subscribe to her. She's wonderful. But look at her her streams and she actually brought out that if you go to open secrets you'll find out that I um was it Sally May Sally May donated bribed really but donated not only to Republicans but also to Democrats too So if they're donating to both of them what does that tell you That means it doesn't matter who's in office I mean, if it doesn't matter who's in office, then why are we doing this whole Democrat versus Republican bullshit? It doesn't make any sense. Need, need I say more? Um, let's go here. One of my favorite lists that... Um, One of my favorite lists that Nick from RBN showed me. And this is Biden versus Trump. When it comes to Joe Biden, look at the list. The amount of COVID cases has went up. The amount of COVID deaths have went up. The amount of oil drilling has went up. Let's stop there for a second. As far as the oil drilling is concerned, let me ask you, who said that they were going to be listening to the scientists? If that person said that they were going to listen to the scientists and then we realized that we were in a climate crisis and so oil drilling would contribute to the environmental crisis, the also what I like to know as the, the environmental clusterfuck that we are experiencing 
within this country, why are you going to do things that help contribute to it? Mind you, by the way, also, drilling permits weren't also approved and fracking permits were improved and raised by Biden. They were also done by Obama right before Obama left office. Student debt is on the rise. By the way, also, just to let you guys know, the bill that prevents people from declaring bankruptcy on student debt was written by Joe Biden himself. So the reason why you guys can't declare bankruptcy on your student debt, thank the president of the United States. You're welcome. Oh, by the way, we still have migrants in cages. Or as those of us said, concentration camps. Or some people don't like us saying that, so maybe that might be a little bit um, offensive. And I do apologize. But they basically are, you know, internment camps. I'll say that, internment camps. For, 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 for people. Kids are still in cages and that's still not said among people who support Biden, even though they were railing against that, against Trump. Migrant kids lost. Migrant families separated. This was a huge thing back when Trump was president. And yet, it's still going on. And it seems like Biden ain't doing nothing about it. It seems like everybody went to sleep. It seems like everybody went... <laughs> and nobody's saying anything. Deportation is under Biden. In fact, what did they call Obama? The deporter in chief. Ice funding in power, more police funding. In fact, Biden actually talked about that he wanted to give more funding to police. I find it funny how Republicans will paint Democrats as there for defund the police when Biden said he's not. And the funny part is, defund the police is actually a good policy because it actually takes the money from police, divest from the police, and reinvest in neighborhoods so that you can actually increase the material you know, conditions for people who are living in poverty. Because typically, people who are in poverty end up committing crimes of desperation and opportunity in order to improve their lives, in order to keep living. So, of course, Joe Biden's not for that. He's basically like, screw you. And if you try to improve your life, even if it means violating this arbitrary law, guess what? You go to prison. We're making your poverty illegal. And you only can get out of poverty by basically exploiting people for profit like the other billionaires do. Police militarization has went up. Incarceration has gone up. Murders have gone up. I don't even know what the, that means. I mean, we've been in a pandemic, so I would expect murders to be down. But 
but only because of that. But I mean, if you want to count police murders, well, <laughs> because police do murder. Well, I guess I can concede to that. Military spending has went up. In fact, they just approved over $760 billion in the Senate for military spending. By the way, the military is also one of the major polluters in the United States. In the world, actually. Weapons aid for genocidal for Saudis. Weapons and aid for genocidal Israelis. Look at what's going on with the Palestinians. Who voted for the Iron Dome? There's a lot of Democrats, including some people who consider themselves to be progressive. To, who consider themselves to be in line with people who are Palestinian. Who want to so, who say they show, show support. Illegal and cruel sanctions. Sanctual, sanction, sanctions, sorry. Is warfare. Just look at how people are suffering in these countries. Because it doesn't necessarily affect the governments. It affects the people. Evictions are up. Tax cuts for the rich are up. Wealth disparity is up. Definitely. The minimum, the value of minimum wage has actually went down. Relief checks are less than Trump's. And unemployment benefits are down. Sounds like a, a, a Republican's wet dream, if you ask me. I mean, look at this list. Here's my thing. If you're a Republican or if you're a conservative and you're against Biden, why? He's doing everything you want. And please don't talk about the, the culture war bullshit. Please don't talk about that. Because Biden even agrees with you there. He just doesn't say it. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, when it comes down to the actual the actual foundation, this is what you guys want. You guys are like, oh, no, we don't want open borders. Well, Biden got you there. You guys want more ICE funding, more police funding? Biden's got you there. You guys want to drill, baby drill? Guess what? Biden's got you there. You guys want to increase the military? Biden's got you there. You guys want to support the the state of Israel, even though it's deeply apartheid? Biden's got you there. You guys want to tax for, you know, cut taxes for job creators, which means the rich? Biden's got you there. Biden's got you every which way. And yet, you're like, we don't like Biden. What? Really? Come on. Let's look. Look at this list. Aye, aye, aye. Let's go to the chat. Vecchio says, it is the long kind and they can see us as their marks. Very well said. Absolutely. Um, yeah, whatever man says, you ain't black because you criticize Obama. Yeah, apparently I'm not black because, well, I, I, I 
apparently exists as a monolith within the black community because, you know, he's black, I'm black, we should all agree just because the color of our skin. Yeah. And yes, Eric, wealth inequality, that is a big thing. Right now, what's going on is there's huge wealth disparities. And part of it is because that we live in a system that is built on, you know, uh, profit over people so that profit is seen as the most important thing. If you have a system that emphasizes its profit instead of people, then therefore, guess what? Who's going to lose out? The people. Capitalism, the main operative word in capitalism is capital. What is capital another word for? Money. It's basically moneyism. Capitalism is just another word for moneyism. And so if that's your main focus, then that's what it's going to be. Never mind the, the systems that where the operative word is society or the operative word is community. But what do I know? Um, let's. By the way, this is a great list. Let me let me put this in chat just for y'all because I love y'all. And like consciously said, education is elevation. Um, all right, let's, I'm closing these things out as I go. Cause you know, I get, I get confused as hell, but these are some great resources here to go back to. And these are some exhaustive lists, by the way, that I think you guys will benefit from, you know, if in case you guys are talking to people and you basically are saying the same thing that I'm saying. And then people are like, oh, no, you know, Democrats are better than Republicans. Uh, uh, no, 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 they're not. Mm -mm. Not at all. Um, okay, so let's talk student loans. <laughs> I know some people in the chat are like, what? Yeah, I need my student loans to be paid off. And yet they don't want to do it. Uh, yeah, this is it. I want to give a shout out to Savvy for showing me this last night. Oh boy, it's a doozy. Some of y'all probably saw it already, but some people aren't haven't seen it yet. So let's uh, give this a look here. Oh, and let me mute my microphone for this. And this is with interview with Kamala Harris, by the way, on CBS. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says it's delusional for Democrats to think they're going to win control in 2022 if they don't do something about the filibuster and student debt. Will we see any movement on student debt in the new year? So I know that Secretary Cardona, the Secretary of Education, is working on what we can do and must do, frankly, to relieve the the pressures of student loan debt. And it's a real issue. Uh, students across, well, graduates and, and former students across our country are literally making decisions about whether they can have a family, whether they can buy a home. Okay, I want to stop right there. 
Okay, so she agreed to the premise that is a deeply serious issue that needs to be alleviated. Okay? So, I want you guys to continue to hear the question, are, you know, basically, are we going to do anything about student loan debt? Because she agrees that it needs to be done. And she is literally the vice president of the United States, a.k.a. the president of the Senate. By the way, just letting you guys know, just want to preface that there. Let's continue. Um, you know, I'll date myself, but, you know, I had student loan debt. I remember I had that coupon book, and I had to fill out the coupon and write the check every month. And it's no small matter. And we need to figure out a way to relieve debt. So it's a fair issue in terms of the seriousness of the issue. Voting, we've discussed. It, it is a very big issue. And what I believe we must do is continue to be vigilant and fighting for folks who have a right to be seen and their circumstances to be heard and understood because we have the ability to actually alleviate the burdens that people are carrying that make it difficult for them to get through the day or the month. But do you think you need to deliver on that promise before 2022? Which promise? On debt forgiveness for student loans. Well, I think that we have to continue to do what we're doing to figure out how we can creatively re relieve the pressure that students are feeling because of their student loan debt. Yes. Okay, so she gave a word salad answer. That would have been just a yes or no question, to be honest with me, but it is what it is, whatever. But here's the question Can anything be done as far as student loans? Well, here's what Kamala Harris is going to tell you. Well, we need to convene, you know, with Congress and try to work something out. We need to talk and see what can be done if we can come to an agreement with Republicans and blah, blah, blah. She's going to lay a whole bunch of bullshit your way. The only thing that really needs to be done is Obama needs to call in uh, Secretary Cardona, uh, the education secretary, and he can have him cancel, literally cancel the student debt that is on the books in the United States government, which is a stroke of a pen. It's that easy. But they don't want to. And this goes into the question that I asked, asked in the outset of the stream in a poll. And I asked basically are Democrats trying to win at all? I'm going to answer that in a second. But that's one of the things that shows they failed on student loan debt. Okay? Failed. What else did they fail on? Well, let's go here. They failed on student loan debt. And they're going to keep failing on it, by the way. This isn't this isn't a guess. This is basically me telling you how it is. Um, let's go here. And you guys have seen this before. This was during the primaries. Let's go. Oh, let me mute my mic. 
Just one second. candidates this kind of question veto question let's flash forward your president bernie sanders is still active in the senate he manages to get medicare for all through the senate in some compromised version the elizabeth warren version or, or other version nancy pelosi gets a version of it through the house of representatives it comes to your desk do you veto it i would veto anything that delays providing the security and the certainty of health care being available now. If they got that through and by some miracle, and there was an epiphany that occurred, and some miracle occurred that said, okay, it's passed, then you got to look at the cost. I want to know, how did they find the $35 trillion? What is that doing? Is it going to significantly raise taxes on the middle class, which it will? What's going to happen? Hold up. Hold up. Okay, number one, the $35 trillion. How did they find $4 trillion in order to prop up the stock market last year? Where did they, where did they find it? I mean, if they can find $4 trillion to prop up the stock market artificially last year, then I guess that they can also find, you know, $35 trillion in order to help us with our health care, right? Am I wrong? Did I miss something? Oh, and what about the 700 or over 700 billion dollars, 760 billion dollars that we're doing for the defense budget this year? What happened? Wow, he sounds like a Republican, doesn't he? Let's continue. Look, my opposition isn't to the principle that there should be, you should have Medicare. I mean, I, everybody, health care should be a right in America. My opposition relates to whether or not, A, it's doable, to what the cost is and what the consequences for the rest of the budget are. How are you going to find $35 trillion over the next 10 years without having profound impacts on everything from taxes for middle class and working class people as well as as well as the impact on the rest of the budget how are you going to five five 35 trillion dollars over the next 10 years how in the hell did we find seven trillion dollars over the next 10 years 7.6 trillion how do we find that how do we find $4 trillion just to do in one point in time? How do we find that? Is it doable? Absolutely. Section 1881A of the Social Security Act gives the powers of the presidency to give Medicare to anybody who is experiencing a health care crisis. We are in the middle of a pandemic and yet... No Medicare for everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't have COVID, by the way. So that 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 cough wasn't for that. Calm, calm down. But let's be real. He didn't want to do it. Is that a failure, or is that just they just didn't want to do it? By the way, shout out to Didi. I see you, Didi. Um, 
you know what's crazy? Is when someone who's in the opposite party runs to the left of Biden. Hold up. I want y'all to peep this. Check this out. Just check it out. They can't afford private, but universal health care. I am going to take care of everybody. I'm, I don't care if it costs me votes or not. Everybody's going to be taken care of much better than they're taken care of now. The uninsured person right, is going to be taken care they're of. They're going to be How? taken care of. How? I would make a deal with existing hospitals to take care of people. And you know what? This is probably... Make a deal. Who pays for it? The government's going to pay for it, but we're going to save so much money on the other side. Everybody's got to be covered. This is an unrepublican thing for me to say, because a lot of times they say, no, no, the lower 25%, they can't afford private. But universal health care. I am going to take care of everybody. I'm, I don't care if it costs me votes or not. Everybody's going to be taken care of much better than they're taken care of now. The uninsured person? Right. Is going to be taken care they're of. They're going to be how? taken care of. How? I would make a deal with existing hospitals to take care of people. And you know what? This is probably... Make a deal. Who pays for it? The government's going to pay for it, but we're going to save so much money on the other side. Everybody's got to be covered. This is a... Well, it's funny when people want votes and people actually want, you know, to get the votes from people and they want to make it seem like they're actually fighting for them, then they'll say, even if they're a Republican, what did Biden say? Biden said, I would veto it. And Trump said, I would just do it. Like, what is this? Are we living in a twilight zone? Now, of course, they wouldn't dare either of them do it. Why? Because they actually don't really give a shit about people and they don't give a shit about any of us, so they're not going to do it. But at least Trump acted like he wanted to do it. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Do the Democrats actually want to win? Do they? That's a question that a lot of people need to ask themselves, especially. Let's go to let's go back to the chat. Uh, Tony Plow says Obama tried to hard to negotiate that grand bargain. Medicare and Social Security were in the t on the table the whole time. Yeah, in fact, wasn't there a story that came out that Bernie Sanders was thinking about primarying Obama? Yeah, they didn't want that. Um. Tony Plow says every time the Republicans are in power, it's the end of the world. Then everyone celebrates when Dems win. Then all the same crap continues to happen. Raziel says, remember, it's actually not your neighbor who's icky. It's the corporate establishment right wing that's icky. My Trump supporting neighbors want Medicare for all. And you know what's funny? Everybody deserves and wants health care. It's a human issue. That's all it really is. Um, so, a lot of people are going to hate me for this one, but hey, sorry, but we got to keep this going.
I'm sorry, guys, but she's part of it, too. Um, it is, it's something that has been um, obviously very difficult, but, um, but the question, that is what happened that day. Congressman, the question that a lot of people ask me to ask you this is, was it worth doing present? Because it didn't really satisfy anyone. The supporters of Israel are mad at you for not voting for it. Critics of yeah. Israel are mad at you for not voting against it. Do you regret that? You know, I, it is something that I weigh because there is the, there's always the macro and then there's the micro. And in the macro of narrative, of politics, of, of national impact, um, you know, it, it, I probably should have just gone with, with my value. But in the macro, which would be to vote no, but in the micro, I do believe that this yeah. created um, a window in our community to be able to bring all folks to the table because my great fear is that we are going to import the same sort of um, contention around this issue and we can have a progressive movement that defends Palestinian yes. human rights that is Muslim, Christian, Jewish. Um, but I, so in the micro, I believe that it created a, a, a window of opportunity for us in, in the Bronx. Um, but in the macro, it was very difficult, yes. Yeah, so let me go back there. Just 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 a second. Just a second. Um So what you mean to tell me is that you regret it your vote. Um, let's show it says tears on the house floor AOC appears to be crying as the house passed the one billion dollar funding for Israel's Iron Dome she voted no and then switched her vote to present at last minute so here's the crazy part um, it is, it's something that has. If you're truly about anti-imperialist, anti-apartheid type of policy, why are you on the fence? Are the Democrats really trying to win? That's the question. Uh, let's go some more receipts. Fifty-five percent of military spending goes to contractors. Arms companies will likely get more money from Biden's Pentagon budget than the public got through its $1,400 stimulus check. Over half of the Pentagon budget goes to for-profit companies. So basically, the Pentagon budget is basically just a corporate windfall. What about reining in these corporations? Making them pay their fair share? Nah, just give them the money. More money than even they gave, they gave us, right? Right? 
I mean, look, we have to be real. About especially what both parties do. Senate sends $768 billion defense bill to Biden. It passed. It passed. And here's the crazy part. The Senate voted 88 to 11 to pass the National Defense Authorization Act. 88 to 11. You mean to tell me (laughs) that 88 people, both Dems and Republicans, voted for the defense bill? The Department of Defense, which contributes to our pollution, which contributes to millions and millions of people dying at the hands, you know, of our military for the sake of corporations to extract resources from other other nations. And they want to keep, you know, arms and boots on the ground going into other countries. By the way, we're not out of Afghanistan. That's a bunch of bullshit. We're still flying drones and shit and bombing people over there. The war's not over. We have over 800 military bases around the world. We're the whole we're still at the United States is still at war with the world. Let's be real about that. Yes, defense is a dirty business. And yes, Lawrence, how are we going to pay for it? Um, shall we move on? What's the, hang on. Uh, oh, yes. Donald Trump said that he wanted to fund the police more. Guess what? Biden did too. Instead of reallocating, reinvesting into neighborhoods, he wants to just fund the police more. Bash our heads in, why don't you? Biden backs funding more police, funding more to police for the fight crime wave. You know what's funny? You know what fuels a crime wave? A wave of poverty. If you really wanted to fight the crime wave, you would actually take that money instead of giving it to police, then you would actually give it to people in these underprivileged neighborhoods and these disenfranchised communities. So then they could actually not be impoverished and not commit these crimes of opportunity and crimes of desperation. Maybe just maybe that will work. But no, no. You gotta, you gotta fund the zookeepers instead, instead of letting, you know, people actually live their lives, you know, in a dignified way. Yeah, president urged cities and states to use 350 billion dollars of funding from a COVID-19 relief bill on public safety efforts, including add more police officers, even beyond pre-pandemic levels. So he wants even more police than we had before the pandemic. Uh, Biden's cr- 
crime fighting strategy calls for curtailing rogue gun dealers and firearms tracking. Jeez Louise, I tell you. But what is the difference? Please point out the difference between each party. You know, one of the things that people need to realize is people say the, the phrase, oh, the Democrats are failing. They're not failing. They're not. I'm going to peep y'all into what's really going on. What the Democrats are doing and what AOC said, AOC said that if we don't, you know, cancel student loan debt and do a a couple other things, then, you know, the Democrats are done in the midterms and possibly in 24. Well, guess what? That was the plan the entire time. The plan is to lose. Why is the plan to lose? Because they agree with Republicans. People are like, no, they don't. They, they may agree on a couple things, but they don't agree on everything. Yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Guess what? When it comes to student loan debt, they agree with Republicans. This is why they're not passing anything. They literally could pass these things. They literally could, could pass $15 an hour minimum wage. Instead, they want to blame Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema. You know, they want to they want to blame the parla- the parliamentarian. What 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 do I what do I always bring up? Right? Y'all y'all get my got got me stuttering over here. What do I always bring up? Right? I'm always talking about the rotating villain. God damn it, I even still have it, you know, I even have it saved here. Let 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 let, let, let me show y'all got me stuttering and shit. Let me show let me show y'all. Rotating villain. You don't know what this is. If I haven't taught you all anything, I want y'all to know this. Rotating villain. What does it mean? It says in American democracy, when the majority party has enough votes to pass populist legislation, party leaders designate a scapegoat, i.e. Kristen Cinema, Joe Manchin, the Republicans, the parliamentarian, whatever who will refuse to vote with the party, thereby killing the legislation. The opposition is otherwise inexplicable and typically comes from someone who is safe or not up for re-election. By the way, Joe Manchin is not up for re-election for another four years. Just an example. This allows for maximum diffusion of responsibility. So guess what? This means that in order to make it seem like they're fighting, they have to have a boogeyman. Right now, his name is Joe Manchin. Or Kristen Sinema. Or the Parliamentarian. Guess what? When we have more Republicans, then it's going to be, oh, it's Mitch McConnell. Or, oh, it's uh, McCarthy in, in the House. Or, oh, it's going to be this Republican or that Republican. That's always the way it is. And that's how it's going to be. Because it's a good cop, bad cop situation. Y'all are being played beyond belief. 
There is not two parties. It's one party. This is why they're called a duopoly. And they sit here and they act on behalf of the rich and the ultra wealthy because that's who they listen to. They're not listening to you. What does what does Savvy always say? It's not about left versus right. It's about class. Look, those of you who are conservative or those of you who are on the right, hear me out. Especially those of you who are, you know, not making that much money, you're you're you know, you're you're struggling to make ends meet. What if I told you that you could have a say in how your workplace operates and also you got paid for the surplus labor that you help produce. What if I told you that you could determine whether or not your job gets shipped overseas? What if I told you that you could have health care for yourself, for your family, for your neighbors, and you actually will be spending less for your health care? And your health care will be the same as everybody else. You'll have the platinum version and you'll be spending even less money. What if I told you that you did not have to pay back your student loans and that money can go back into your household? What if I told you that your kids won't have to be cannon fodder in another country to protect opium fields or oil fields for a corporation? What if I told you that your wages are going to go up to a living wage and you didn't have to worry about trying to make ends meet like you are now? What if I told you that you don't have to worry about childcare, that when your wife or partner has a child, then they will be able to not only have the child and be able to keep your income going, but you'll also be able to take time off, you and your partner, so that you're able to take care of your child and to spend time with it, to watch it grow. This is the thing. We on the left, these aren't socialist issues or communist issues. These are human issues. And the people like I described are standing in the way. The McConnells, the Pelosi's, the Trumps, the Bidens, the Obamas, the Bushes, the Clintons, all of them, all of them, they're standing in the way. And yes, even some that sounds like they're your partner or they're with you, like the Bowmans and the Jayapals 
They are also part of that same team. That team is against you. It's team workers versus wealthy. And the wealthy have been extracting resources from us. We are basically the first offense as far as their move when it comes to imperialism. Because they extract the resources from us. And then they go abroad and extract the resources from other people in other countries. Now, are there some people who are running in the Democratic Party that mean well? Yes, there are some people who definitely mean well. They do. But what have we been noticing over the last 18 months or so? You don't change the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party changes you. They agree with each other so much to the point where they're working with each other to make sure that your student debt doesn't get canceled. And don't give me that bullshit about, well, we, you know, we signed a contract and so, you know, for that loan. And so we have to pay back that loan. Do you agree with loan sharks then? Because that's what they are. That's what Sally Mae and all of them are. They're just loan sharks. So is that is that justified? Is that OK? That every single year you're paying on the interest and you're never paying on the principal and you're locked in. And then you came and declare bankruptcy, which should be a right by the law. But yet that right was taken away. So, no, absolutely not. People need to realize it's all one big club and you ain't in it. And the only reason why that you keep falling for it is because they push it your way and they make it seem like you have no other choice. They make it act like they act like they that you never heard of the Green Party or any other third party out there. Or that you can get your ass in the streets and you can make change by making demands and making the comfortable uncomfortable. Honestly, I'd rather just make the comfortable uncomfortable. Yes. Does electoral politics have a measure of what we need in our society? Yeah. They're as, they're, they are a means to an end. By the way, if you're listening on, on, on podcast, then you guys are going to have to listen to the rest of this on video because I'm not stopping right now because this is too juicy. But uh, thanks for listening to the JB Chiffon Show on podcast. Y'all have a great one.